So if you've ever read the book of Revelation, you have found out that the book really easily divides into, into two parts. So you got the first three chapters that are literal, where John writes to actual places in Asia Minor, modern day Turkey, actual problems, actual encouragements, actual words to them, and they can read those actual letters. You can visit those churches today. And if you do, please consider taking them. I would love to see them. The rest of the book, chapters 4 through 22, is figurative. So John is seeing a vision of the end of time and actually Judgment Day, leading up to Judgment Day, Judgment Day. And John writes down what exactly he sees. There's a fancy word for this. It's called apocalyptic writing. You don't have to memorize that. You don't have to know how to spell it. It basically means that John describes pictures that are there and they are picturesque of what's going to happen at the end of time. Let me just let John explain this by looking at his words for us here. We're in chapter 4, uh, verse 1. After this I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I had heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take, take place after this. So I'm going to pause here for a second. There's debate on whether or not John actually physically went up into heaven or if he still stayed on Patmos and, and just visually saw it. Either way, God is showing him pictures. And it says then, verse 2, At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And then John, like I said, just describes it. So he, he looks up and he goes, There's a throne up there, and there's a rainbow around us, he just writes down there's a rainbow and it looks and it looks like it's kind of emerald colored uh, coming out from that. It's emerald colored and he counts and there's 24 little thrones around there. So he writes down there's 24 little thrones and there's 24, it kind of looks like elders sitting on those and they're all wearing white and they've got crowns. And so he literally just writes down everything that he sees. And God sends vision after vision after vision over to John. He describes all these. Now, you'll notice in, in the Revelation that there are seven different scenes that are there. We already got the one. That is the seven letters, the seven churches. That's the first scene. And then 4 through 22 is the other six. That is that figurative language, that picturesque language. And so the first one is a scroll. And you'd guess that there's seven seals on the scroll. And only Jesus can break these seals. And as he breaks open a seal, another thing happens leading up to Judgment Day. And then there's seven trumpets. And as each trumpet sounds, something else happens leading up to Judgment Day. And then there's the vision of the seven visions. Again, God loves uh, the number seven in uh, the book of Revelation. Then there's the seven bowls. And as the angels pour out the seven bowls, there's all these different wrath and different um, horrible things that happen on the earth. There's the vision of the Christ, the Antichrist, and the final vision, which is the destruction of Satan and the picture of heaven. There's all these different visions. Now, as you read this, and, and I encourage you, read chapters 4 through 22. It'll take you 20 minutes, maybe half an hour, depends on how fast that you read and, and soak into it. But as you do, you're not going to understand a lot of the pictures because they're not described for us. Every once in a while, John is told, this is what this vision means, and then he writes down that exact meaning. But most of the time, he just describes what he sees, puts it down into words, and we can have our best assumption on what it means, but a lot of it we don't know for sure. In fact, there's one time when the seven thunders speaks where God says, John, don't write that down. Keep that part sealed up. No one can know that. 
And so you're going to le- read this, and there's going to be all these pictures, and it almost seems that they're conflicting, and they're running into each other, and it doesn't make a lot of sense. But remember that it's all around the aspect of the end of time, but from different angles. From God's perspective, perspective on earth, perspective from the devil. It's the same thing, but it looks different. Let me show you what I mean. So I've got this cylinder here. And if there's light projecting this way, it's going to show a perfect circle on the wall over my shoulder. And so you'd think, maybe I'm just holding a bottle cap or a a little circular piece of paper. You wouldn't know for sure by looking at the wall that it's actually a cylinder. And then if light came from this direction, it would project on the side over there a, a rectangle. You wouldn't even notice that it's round at all. Same object, two different things that it's projecting. And then you might not have noticed there's a hole through this as well. And so now you can have three different um, pictures coming out of the one thing. And what's the one thing? It's a story of how Jesus wins. It's a story how Christ destroyed sin, death, and the devil. That God won you. He won your salvation. So as you read these chapters, don't try to add in guesses or interpretation. Just let the words sit there on this truth. Jesus wins, always wins, and he won you. Hey everyone, Pastor Mike here with Time of Grace. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. And we'd love for this podcast to be a blessing to you in the days to come. So if you could share this podcast, subscribe so that every episode ends up in your feed, or just leave us a review, we would love more and more people to hear this message so that their lives can be surrounded and blessed by the grace of God. Thanks again and have a wonderful day.